Brontosaurus. Joe and his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough. It's time See, I don't know how it difficult. See, for me, is. there's always a delay. There is always a delay when I hear it. I always hear like clap, clap. Like it's I always. I mean, there's that. always there's always going to be a delay with it, but mm. I don't don't understand how Timber just does this. Timber goes into like doing show tunes when he's doing the clap. That's why one and a two, one a razzle dazzle, and like let's just do the clap, bud. Yeah, this is why I just do it Mississippi, and I just get it done. That's how I've always done it. <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of Mississippi, welcome to Potosaurus. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Man of the Hour, Lou. Yo, what does Mississippi have to do with Potosaurus? I, I, I have no idea. I think maybe because you're located on the Mississippi. I mean, I guess I'm closer than you are, but I mean, I'm in the middle of Missouri. That's like, <laughs> St. Louis is on the Mississippi River. Yeah, it is. But like, I'm not anywhere near it personally at the moment but i guess in the grand scheme it's kind of like how you live uh in on the ocean because yeah. it's closer for you yeah or you live on the beach i guess that'd be a better comparison you live on the beach you know the beach would probably be a little bit for you to walk yeah but like according to timber i just live on a grass shack with hamsters powering my electricity bill so and he has that that bridge that connects uh the mainland of Michigan to the upper peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumbass state. Imagine like choosing to live in Michigan. Why yeah. would you do that? I have no idea. Why would you choose that? Like like I, I live in Missouri. I'm already in the Midwest. Everyone make your Midwestern jokes, but like and make your Missouri jokes, but there are far worse places to live. Like Michigan. Or Minnesota. Or Wisconsin. Or Chicago. Honestly, most, most places suck to live. But, like, I wouldn't want to live anywhere but the Midwest, because, like, everyone's like, California's so much better. I'm like, it's also really fucking expensive to live. All the places that are cool, there's nothing free to do. It's too hard to get anywhere on a in a car. Like, why would I want to live there? I would go visit there, then I would come right back to where it's cheaper to live. Thank you. Yeah, I've been kind of asked all the time, why don't I just come out and move to, like, L.A. or something like that, but I just don't have a bank account currently so i'd be just dirt poor and homeless so unless but you don't you have a bank deal. account no I, I i mean a bank money okay i was about to say i'm like what <laughs> what <laughs> <I'm so laughs> yeah i got my paychecks and i just cash them out and i stick it under my mattress yeah i just you know get my money and ta- uh, tape it to the back of my septic tank of my toilet why do you think i have so many ps4s around do you think there's actually something in them no that's a piggy bank yeah exactly exactly that's how we do it in my house but anyway, how have you been as of late? What you've been playing? Um, I could honestly be better. Um, we're still like obviously I haven't stopped talking about it because when something happens, I am stuck on it until it's way over. Um, we're still we're like we're like a month out from like moving at this point. Like in, next weekend, I'm gonna get the keys to the house, go take care of utilities and stuff, and like get stuff switched over. Maybe bring some stuff in town with me. If anything mm. that needs to be done in town, I'm gonna go do it. And my room is just filled with boxes of my life. And I hate it. And it stresses me out. And it's making me really depressed. And I could be better. But I'm, I'm, I'm fine in the grand scheme of things. Like, nothing bad is happening, which makes it the worst. Like, there's nothing 
bad happening to mm. make me in a bad mood, which is the worst way to get there. Because theor- like in theory, everything's great because we're moving to a house, we're going to get a dog, but just having all these boxes full of my stuff is driving <laughs> me crazy. I need to move it, but I don't know where to move it, because like, either take it out of my room and move into the living room, which is my current refuge away from the boxes, but then if I put it in the living room, that become my refuge is gone. But that's where the couch is, and I can lay on the couch. So, I'm just hoping to move some stuff ASAP. I would honestly like to just move down to that house right now, because we're already paying for it. But yeah, that's where I am. How are you? I'm alright. Just, you know, I'm getting back into the swing of things with work full back of the office and you know they kind of asked me what do you, Ken what do you like better do you like going back to the office or working at home and I honestly just quite said I loved working from home much better than anything else so mm-hmm. some people like that division of like your work location in your home like working out of the home is great for people like me we're like you know if I have an office, this is my workspace. As soon as I'm out of here, it's gone. But, like, for you, your office is your bedroom, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing everything out of there. So, like, if you so like if you sleep where you work, like, that gets old. And, like, having, like, the, I can leave the office. I'm gone out of the office. I'm, I, you know, you're physically not there. You get out of that work mindset. Whereas if you're home and your computer's there, you're like, well, you know, maybe I can get ahead on something. Or you just feel like. Even if you're sick, you feel like you can't relax because, like, well, there's no reason I can't work today. Like, there's a lot of the different things. Whereas, like, if you're not in the office, you can relax. Like, just the division of life and work is nice. Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. I kind of like going back to work, though. But, anyways. Mm. A very happy start to this episode. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, a very happy start. I mean, like I said, we're just a bunch of 30-year-old men talking about our problems right yeah barry was getting mad about that or not mad he just pointed out he's like when does this just become like two about about 30 year olds being old i'm like when we turn 30 and i'm like and it will happen to you because you're not under under 21 anymore you are no longer <laughs> a child like you think you are you're no longer a child barry you gotta grow up someday like really once you hit like 25 you basically are in the what most people consider the old man the old person uh like age group like at least anyone younger than you once you hit your mid-20s you are old you just are even sometimes once you hit once you're out of college you're not a young person anymore in a lot of a lot of kids eyes so like you might as well be dead or one of us oh, which is the same thing yeah yeah no i remember when like i had to help someone out and the 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 kasan was like oh and I'm just like, oh god, I'm, I'm an old Nissan now, and it just just pains me very mm-hmm. much. So, oh god. Uh, when I was when I was teaching over there, my introduction, I gave, and like the, the, the teacher like have the kids guess how old you are. You know, it's a fun thing. And then like, kids, how old how old do you think I am? So one kid immediately, forty. Oof. <laughs> For reference, I was twenty six going over. I'm like, no, I'm younger than that. And I'm like, how old? do you need to be to get old they're like i don't know 25 or 24 oh. was the answer i'm like get, shut up and i'm like i'm teaching 13 14 15 year old kids so like i know where they're coming from but i'm like me and the teacher are just like shut up you don't know anything yeah but i mean in their eyes they just assume that you're a reasonable adult so 
yeah just locked into the system so you know that's I mean, old. It's, it's weird too though like being that like person who's like you know in their mid-20s maybe you know their first job and then thinking about your teachers when like you had a teacher you're like oh my god they're so much older then you realize that they were like old enough to be your older sister or older brother because they were like fresh out of college maybe 23 or 24 but you like looked at them as old and now you're like oh shit that's that's not really they were just also kids teaching kids at that point Oh, yeah, and, you know, to that point, I would just always think that my sister was just around that age as well because, you know, she was much so much older. How much older is she than you? 10 years? No, she is 18 years older Jesus. than me. I almost said 20, but, like, 20 is way too high. It's, nowhere gonna, it's not going to be anywhere near that. <laughs> well, like I said, everyone just thought that she was, like, my mother and stuff like that because it's such an age difference, but then I'm just, like... Yeah, no, I got that tested out and uh, checked my blood. Oh, yeah, I had a blood test when I was 18 just to make sure that uh, it wasn't... Wait, did you actually get a blood test done? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, uh, she was pretty much kind of mad at me when she found out about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is. I learned so much more about you and your weird family every, every time we talk. Yeah, yeah, just about me, my sister, and, you know, I mean, last week you guys found out about Duffy and from my friend. From and I had to daughter. learn who Duffy was, so that was that was a whole learning experience. I yeah. just thought, thought, I heard, thought I heard people screaming. I forgot my girlfriend's. She decided that she was done working for the day, so she's playing Dragon Age. <laughs> like, she's in her last, she's in her, in her last month of work. Mm. Like, she's in her last month of work. She has a job lined up. She is mentally, like as there as she needs to be like she's not completely checked out because like she still has to be there because i mean she's a physician she has to be but like you can tell that her like i need to get these notes done like because like that can be done anytime between now or whatever like they're you know as long as they're nothing pressing like you know like if they had like a consult today make sure those notes are in there so that's on the file but like before she's be really strict she's like i need to get these done and work and now she's just like i'm gonna do it tomorrow (laughs) okay as long as it's, it's on you it's nothing that's, like, life-threatening or anything like that. So it's, like, I guess it's, you know, she's so wait, trying to relax. So wait, does she just go to a different department in the hospital? Or? I mean, she'll still be an OBGYN. She'll just oh, be at okay. one of the hospitals back home. Uh, I see, I see, I see. So we got that all lined up. That's why we had to, like, find a... That was why it was so hard to find a place, because we had to find a place mm. within 30 minutes of that hospital, which mm. it's... Yeah, and it, it, we need to be within 30 minutes of it during, like, your call hours. So if you don't know on-call means like 15 different things to doctors but they pretend like everyone knows what they all mean she'll be like i'm on call tonight which i'm on call tonight means they can call me which is what most people would think then she's like i'm on call on friday i'm like okay do you want to order something for dinner she's like i'm on call i'm not going to be home i'm like what it's like yeah i'm gonna be working at the hospital i'm like just say you're working overnight just say you're working on call does not mean 50 things to this to different people like me saying you're on call means they can call you when you're at home because that's what on call means in every other in every other profession on call has one meaning that means you can be called to go work <laughs> doesn't mean you know i'm act- just picturing you just leaning into the mic saying oh that. i did i did <laughs> <laughs> I just hear you just going like this, hey, saying, hey, that's not how it's supposed to be. And I try to, like, explain without being a jerk. I'm like, mm. not everyone knows all the terminology of your profession. 
Oh, yeah, no. I play video games on the internet for a job. Do you want me to talk to you about Discord again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, does she not understand Discord? Uh, she vaguely understands it. Like she, she used it before, but like she just knows it's like a thing, an app. Like she knows it's like Facebook Messenger or something. She can go in there and like post because when um, beginning the pandemic, her friends were all playing Animal Crossing too, so they made a server for it, mm. and like they all were like exchanging stuff. It died within a month because like <laughs> everyone burned out on Animal Crossing, but. That's yeah. when she was using it, and she joined my server and everything like that, but she hasn't used it since. It's it's okay. I, I really just don't know how to understand how to do Discord as well at times, so it's not really... I run... Well, let's see. I have my server, mm-hmm. I have the Podosaurus server, mm-hmm. and I have the Team Retrosaurus server, and then I have a fourth server um, that is where I post all my stuff. Like, if I, like, have to take a picture or something for a live selfie, like, you know, where I'm going live, or... I have, like, you know, I edited a clip for a TikTok on another website, and I don't want to pay for it. I just go and dump it in to that server and then download my phone. Like, it's my my, repos- my like my repository for all my content. But the problem is, here, let me post a picture. All the icons look the same. <laughs> like, if you ever wondered why at one point the Potosaurus one got text was to split it up for me. Yeah. And the one with, like, the bi-flight colors, that's my, like, private server, which I put emotes of Chris's face and Wait. other things that I need <laughs> Wait, for only work. just, only or just bot messages from people oh, that okay. are, like, weird messages people post in, like, women's chats that are, like, mm. they're weird, but not creepy. Sometimes they're creepy, but I'll, like, copy them, and then I'll, like, go and post them in my friends' chats while they're live mm. with their text-to-speech. <laughs> that must be some fun times there. <laughs> so that, that's fun. Oh, um, this is unrelated. I forgot. Did I ever tell you about the thing my sister sent me to up to separate upper millennials from later millennials? This is a fun no. quiz you can take take on your own at home. Would you like to take the quiz? Uh, sure, I, I guess. I just happened to be looking through that server and I saw it. Okay. Um, do you remember when two liters had black plastic things on the bottom, like a little like thing mm. they sat in? Uh, I vaguely remember. I like it. vaguely remember that. Yes, yeah, like I remember same. it existing, but uh-huh, uh-huh. it was. Uh, it's something that is just in the back of my mind. Yeah, like I think they were like phasing out by the time I was like becoming conscious of my own existence. Next one: Nickelodeon Doug or Disney's Doug? Uh, Nickelodeon Doug. Yeah, Disney's Doug. He had longer sleeves and longer shorts. Yeah, that was like one of them. They like, yeah. So, like, that was, that, like, older millennials, I guess, remember Nickelodeon? Because, like, I asked my girlfriend, she's like, Disney? I'm like, it was on Nickelodeon first. <laughs> I think they probably also had to, like, legally change it a little bit. They're like, it's, it's Doug. It's Doug. <laughs> Next question. What Green Day album is the correct Green Day album? Wait. The correct Green Day album? I just assume that it's the original one <laughs> i know they have stuff before but i usually just think of american idiot yeah that's part. my thought too is american idiot or 21st century breakdown which yeah, most yeah, yeah, older yeah. millennials will say dookie 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 that was the name of the album dookie like green day had a bunch <laughs> of older albums that's where like um time of your life i think and stuff came from oh and burnout longview welcome yeah. to paradise that yeah, was all yeah, um, yeah, dookie it was and then the last question what does emo look like it looks like you, doesn't it? So <laughs> That's what I said when my sister asked. I'm like, me? 
Well, I mean, that's good branding on your part when the first thing that comes to mind for emo is just you, so there's that. Because some, like, earlier emo looked closer to punk and maybe, like, stuff like, uh... Just style and flash? Yeah, it, it was, like, a little less of the hair and more of the aesthetic. Uh. Um, but later emo started doing... was more seen. See, mm. this is where I, like, I know I'm in the middle because she says upper to later. I'm like, upper to later because I'm like, I know because... I kind of remember the two-liter thing, but I also remember them not being there. I remember both versions of Doug. Green Day, I remember before. I remember, like, the stuff my dad listened to. Then I remember the stuff my generation listened to. And then Emo, I remember all the things of it. So I'm like, that's what puts me distinctly in the middle. And I guess me too. My dad was asking me, he's like, what is? what are you? I'm like, I am the most quintessentially middle millennial. I know I'm in the smack dab <laughs> in the middle of the generation. Yes, yes, yes. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Take this quiz at home and tweet at the Potosaurus your responses. And then when I see it in two weeks, I'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like I said, sometimes when I do the episodes, I kind of just forget that we did talks like this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So far, no one has come forward to claim the bounty on the Ongaku to you thing. Because I think most people listen just in their car. And by the time they're done listening to it, they forget. <clears throat> or their Bari. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> so, I mean, it's still going to be out there. But, yeah, what have you been playing as of late, or streaming, I guess? Um, On stream, I've been going through the Star Ocean games. I finished the first one, and that's a confusing series. Like, I think mm. I've gone through Star Ocean before with you. Like, yeah. um, it was made from people, team member, or first game that came out was Tales of Fantasia. It's not a Star Ocean game, but, like, that was made by Wolf Team before they became, you know, the Tales studio. Members of that team that weren't happy with how production went left and made Triace. Then they made, they wanted to make a more, not complicated, but like a deeper experience and like a little more, um, I guess a little more complicated or um, just trying to think of a better word than that. But like they wanted it to be a deeper RPG system to it, like the skill system, because Tails is pretty simple. Use the attacks. Um, you have cooking as like your one extra thing you do, but like mostly you learn your attacks by using them a lot, trying to chain them, and, like, that's how you would, you know, learn new moves and stuff, or you might find something in the overworld. Star Ocean, you have same setup as Tales of Fantasia, which was you had two killer moves, like, two moves that you would use, um, two specials like that, uh, that would go on your shoulder buttons, and you'd have, like, one attack button. But to differentiate it, the more you use some of those, the more they can evolve, or the more you do this, that, or whatever... And, like, they had bigger arenas that you ran around in. Tails was, like, a straight line. This was, like, free running on, like, the uh, the battlefield. And they added in, like, a skill system, which is really deep. They wanted a deeper experience, like, a deeper customization. So, like, you have this whole skill system. Every time you level up, you get skill points. And you put those skill points into different skills, like crafting, um, identification, effort, stuff like that. And they all do different things. Some might... Um, make it make other skills cheaper. Some might make your dexterity higher, your strength higher, stuff like that. And the more you unlock those, the more those unlock specialties. So, like, say you did um, crafting minerals and metal work, and then you get customization. And then, say, three people get customization, or so many people, you unlock like a higher level of that called a super specialty. So they have all things like that. So, like, all your party members, them leveling up actually helps them as a group to learn more skills. It's super confusing if you don't know what you're doing, because also this is the only way by leveling these that you get a lot of items like 
your strongest weapons, a lot of strong armor, some items that are just really good healing items or cooking. All of this comes from this skill system, and it is never, ever, ever explained in the game. Not once do they ever really explain. They're like, yeah, just put your uh, skill points in your skills and unlock other specialties and stuff. But it's like so vague. And I guess this is this was during the 90s when you buy a guide. I don't think the first Star Ocean had that, or at least not to that extent. But the second game started this like big laundry list of skills you got to figure out. And every character has innate abilities or innate talents that make certain skills. They already they're better at them than others. Or like so like if you're the mages, you have to level up the stuff to give them alchemy so they can make higher level um, stones or gems, which then the person who is good at customizing weapons uses those to make stronger weapons. So it's everything works together and it's cool in a way, but it's also like, oh my God, just let me buy a new sword. After a while, you can't buy stronger weapons. You have to make them. I tried to play Star Ocean 2 last year as my first Star Ocean game. I got to disc two. I got like 25 hours in. I'm like, when do I get new equipment? Because I'm getting my ass kicked. They're like, well, you're supposed to be making it. Do you have this, that or something else? I'm like, no, I don't have any of this. Like, oh, so I just stopped playing it because I was like, I was so confused. So I'm after I finished Star Ocean 1, got the hang of it, now I'm playing 2. 2 has a 90s translation, though. So all the things are weird words. Or, like, the te- the, the text is really weird. Like, how early you were talking about that kid calling you Nissan? They literally just translated that as Big Brother. So one of these characters is like, Big Brother Claude, will you help me out? And I'm like, why... Big Brother Claude. Why is he calling him Big Brother? I'm like, oh my god, it's a literal <laughs> translation. Oh my god, I hate that. They could have just called him like Mr. Claude or something. Like it's something that would yeah, make more that sense. Would've, that would have been or much like better. Big Bro. Like they could have just called him Big Bro without the name. But like yeah. it's still weird. But mm. it has like a 90s woozly translation to it. And like even all the skills are not properly explained what they do. You'll like have something. You're like, oh, the people with the innate, the people who have a strong bond with animals can call forth this lightning from their ass crack. And you're like, okay, I guess that gives you thunderclap. They're like, no, it gives you, it gives you dig. Like what? You're like, yeah, that's how that works. I'm like, how would that translation, that that explanation does not fit the move. It was like I had that same problem with Pokemon as a kid. They're like, you got tail whipped. Would you like to replace something with tail whip? I'm like, hell yeah. I'll replace Thundershock with tail whip because in the anime, Pikachu used tail whip. And then it turns out tail whip is a non-damaging move. Shit like that. Love it. So, like, nothing's well explained. You have combat skills. You have, like, you know, overworld skills. It's fun. And once you get the hang of it, it's, it's neat. But it's definitely one of those, like, you have to have a guide or someone explain to you how this works. Because, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I didn't grow up with 90s RPGs. I don't have the attention span to sit there and be like, well, you just, you just figured out that's the fun part. No, it's not. It is not the fun part. You not explaining me how to play the game is not the fun part. I don't want to learn it on my own. This is too complicated for that. This isn't like people are like, well, Dark Souls is like that. And people pick up I'm like, Dark Souls is like the hardest thing you have to figure out is how to parry or dodge. Like, the skills, like, nothing's explained in those, but, like, it is far more straightforward than just, like, this. Like, this is so much more complicated. Because I've gotten the Dark Souls comparison from people, and they're like, well, it's meant for you to be, like, figured out on your own. I'm like, but it's still pretty straightforward at times, except for Elden Ring, that one's not. Of, like, you just, you know, level up thing, you see where your stats scale, 
and like you can if you look at the big annoying mess of numbers and text on your stat screen you can kind of figure out what it's doing this doesn't really have that as much because like you don't know who needs what you have to look it up because some innate talents are like sense of taste does this mean and it's like someone who knows and has an impeccable taste in designing things I'm like is this for making items like oh no that's for cooking what sense of taste makes sense but the de- but the explanation is design what yeah it's a fun series i recommend people don't play it though <laughs> if you want to have a good time and don't have to like get a phd and like figuring shit out don't play it just play tales tales is co- is a simplified for the dum-dums like me in the world well other than that i played elden ring and got mad at it again <laughs> again how far did you get this time um i went through the city that i told people like i am in a city it's very white and gold like that's optional you know what's not optional the city i was in because that's how you continue the story (laughs) so i go through there i fight this guy from the beginning of the game for like the third time once was in the first castle the other time was like outside the city um like uh, shit talking me then this third time i fought the real form of him which gave him two more letters to his name but it's the same name basically mm. and i killed him and then i get up to this door and it's like uh y- you you can't enter because you don't you don't have the right thing what's the right thing we can't tell you okay so then this like girl shows up she's like hey you need to go to the snow area I'm like neat so I go to the snow area and go through there which is filled with a bunch of high-level monsters and snow that you can't see in. <laughs> then I finally get up to this, like, giant that's covered with lava yeah. that you, like, he rips off his leg and then, like, becomes more lava. And then I go up to this gigantic bowl and fall in it and die. Well. <laughs> so after I get through the giant bowl, I go and, like, you get to this, like, big thing. It's, like, the Forge of the Giants. And you get there. You have to sit at your, like campfire and call some woman in and then she takes you to the high level area in the sky and it's like does this game ever fucking end this game is never gonna end i'm like 60 hours into it and i just do not see the end in sight i'm like how many times do i have to like like oh you're you're finally challenging us and then like it's like actually you forgot about tim the shit lord so you have to go (laughs) fight the shit lord i still don't know if i fought the dung lord actually i don't know so it's just, it's always another thing. It's always, but wait, there's more of the game. And I'm like, but I don't want any more. Please stop. Just give me the final <laughs> boss. Please stop. So I can be Please. done with this. Yes, yes, yes. No, I don't game too long. Yeah. Not enough good content. And it just, just too much content. Mm-mm-mm. There, I don't know. Have you played much of it or you didn't play it? Nah, I kind of just gave up with it at the end. And I don't know. I'm just burned out. Mm. So that's pretty much my experience. I I have my friend that pretty much platinumed the game, so that was fun to watch. Mm. But overall, I'm just done. There's like four, three distinct endings and three variations, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he got them all because he did platinum it overall, so. It's just beating bosses and then the different endings. Yeah, I think it's it, it's a very easy platinum apparently. So, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? To be for the most part, because like one of my friends did, it was his first Souls game. He's like, it's really just beating bosses. You beat a boss, you get the achievement or trophy. Like, mm. wonder what my list is at. Actually, let me look. Thank you. I, you know, it's an underrated thing. What? 
the apps for PlayStation and, and Xbox. Like nothing oh, yeah. is more nice to have on hand than a thing that tells you <laughs> what you're like 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 being able to check that, that's something like would have been a game changer in two thousand eight when I got my Xbox. Oh yeah, definitely. Elden Ring I have three hundred and thirty achievement points three hundred and thirty points out of a thousand. Uh. There's a lot of bosses I have not fought yet because like let's see. Oh, some are like getting all legendary armaments, stuff like that. Mm. What one of the things that I just absolutely love about the, the apps now mm. is that I could just go pick up my app, go to my friend's house, go to a random PS5, sign in, and just be able to download my data and be able to play. So mm. that's one of the things that I absolutely love, and then I can re-upload it. Go back to my house, re-download it, and just continue like nothing. The thing I miss is, um, or I guess not miss, but like if you don't have PlayStation Plus, you can't do that. You can't oh, yeah. upload and you just lose all your save files. Yeah, that's one leave. thing. To, to for for P- PlayStation because I started Elden Ring on my on Tom's PS5, and I didn't have Plus, so it's like which that should just be a feature everyone gets. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't. It can't be that much to charge for like less than a gigabyte of cloud storage for a save file. It cannot cost that much server space if Microsoft does it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the nice thing about them. You sign in, you can do the sign in anywhere with your controller, by the way. Mm. You can just link that to your controller and go and log in, and then it's just like, here is your... Because, like, I started a set... I started um, Dragon Quest Inquisition on the original Xbox One back in, like, 2013, I think, is the last time I played it. If I go log in now, anywhere, it will pull up my save file from that game, from my Xbox One that I haven't touched in years. Because it did that with all my stuff when I got my Series X. And then Sony's like, you have to manually tw- like upload your stuff? Yeah, it's nice to have that. I wish I wish Nintendo was better about that, because like, if you're not the home user on a system, like you're, you're basically, like, nothing you download anyone else can use, and it's kind of like... It sucks. Because, like, even if you're just sighted, I think the other systems do it, too, but for, like, the way Nintendo does it, like, when I got my... I got the, Have I got my Switch OLED before the last time I was here? Yeah, you did. You okay, did. so I got the Switch OLED, and I transfer things over to it, so, like, I download some games, and then we went out of town. But I put both my accounts on there. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to make both of my accounts the home on this one, because I have my other one. That way I keep using the other one, you know, one just at the TV. I eventually had to put both as the home account on this new one, so, like, because all my stuff, I use my Japanese account to play all of my stuff. So, that was pain in the ass. But, like, every time you boot up something on a new system or when you get it, it has to check every account's, of, like, ability to play that. So, in the car, I had to sync, like, I had to, like, pull up, like, in the middle of Missouri, where there's not a lot of good signal, I had to pull up my hotspot just so I could verify it and sometimes be like, you actually don't have the rights for this? It's like, this is annoying. Like, I bought all this stuff. I made it the home thing. Why doesn't it work? And then when I finally got to my dad's and I was able to, like, you know, I just I opened everything. I'm like, just open it and give me the rights to it in case I want to play it. They're really annoying about it. Like, just make it, like, a system-wide check. Like, one time. It shouldn't be that hard. It's distinctly an issue I will run into and most people won't, but it's still annoying. Yeah, no. One of the things I absolutely miss is just, you know getting my little sticker on the (laughs) memory card thing and just designing it, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I remember carrying around my memory unit for my um, Xbox. Because initially you had to buy those special ones, and then you got the, um, you could use a USB stick. 
Mm-hmm. So you could, like, my friends and I would just, like, because we used to bring our hard drives to each other's houses and swap them oh, out. Oh, man. Oh, man. And, like, just download our profile. But once you did that, everyone just, like, carried, like, I had my account with my, like, rock band data because we were playing rock band a lot. And maybe some songs that I wanted for mine that were always on there. We plug it in, and everyone could play. Like, whoever's home account had theirs, and maybe, like, Jetpacks was on there. And then me and Ian would have ours. So we'd all be able to play that way. PS3 didn't let you do that. But <laughs> you could log in, and it was fine. Yeah. That was one of the things that you could just log in. And then Nintendo got a Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, you could bring your, your Mii with you on your Wiimote, which I guess was kind of cool, but ultimately stupid because you still had to go and like awkwardly go in the settings and drag it off your Wiimote and then bring it back later so you have all your stuff you could put a save file or anything on there like gaming's Mm -hmm. gotten a lot better as far as that like I still think memory cards are my favorite just because they just you didn't have to worry about an account system for it but now that we do have account systems it's nice that you can just like QR code I'm logged in good and then you leave and it like you leave no trace of you being there I have, um, I think I've shown you this one I have for PlayStation. It's a mem, uh, memory, or it's called MemCard Pro, made by 8-Bit mm. Mods. It's a PS1 memory card, but it has a an LCD screen. Ooh. It has Wi-Fi on board for updates, and then you just pop in a, um, a, a micro SD card. And you basically, like, for every megabyte you have, you have one memory it's card. And every memory card that you, when you make one, you get eight pages. So you get, like, eight memory cards mm-hmm. in one. And I have a 32 gigabyte card in there, and I will never run out of space. <laughs> Which is great for speedrunning, playing RPGs where, like, you're like, okay, I'm going to save on another save file. It's amazing. You can just do that. And you have little buttons, and you can change it from the website. Mm. You can even, like, add stuff to it and put stuff back on. So, like, I try to get all my Chrono Cross data from my PS3, my other PS1 memory cards, my Vita, and I got them all in one place. Mm. It's great. Yeah, that's reminding me of the, like... 64 megabit like super memory card I had mm-hmm. and unfortunately I think the battery internally died for it so I'm, I just lost all those games and I'm kind of just mad about it hopefully I'm able to get it later on but eh, who knows at this point mm. You should pop it in and see what it, what if anything's on it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, if if the if I could extract it, but it's just like I lost all my Final Fantasy files. I lost all my Ape Escape files as well, and my Metal Gear files as well. Just as long as as well as my Lunar Silver Star Story Complete files and my Legend of Lagaya, which I'm kind of just kind of happy to have, but it's all gone. I need now. to get. A, I want to get a copy of Lagaya at some point. Oh yeah, it's such a great game to be honest. You should be able to play it. I still need to play that. Mm. There's so many things I need to play and want to play. Mm. Uh, oh, that reminds me. To... <laughs> I'll get to it after because I don't know what we're going to talk about next before I go and... No, no, no. Go, go, go right ahead. Steamroll the conversation with the dumb thing I bought. <laughs> but I only got some train games. Is it Densha de Go? Yeah, no, it actually is. It's the... Okay, because APOC plays one of those on Saturn with, like, the controller, and I want it so bad. Oh, man. It's, yeah, it's like the Kyoto Rail Express simulator, and it's it's honestly really good, and I, I kind of want to get that full-on mm. controller and stuff to play it, 
that's one of the things I kind of want to do. I it's only digital too. That's the that's the only thing that's really sucky that the game's only digital. But if I was able to get a hard copy, I think the hard copy's only in Japan. But I, I kind of want that that uh, control scape so I can just you know peek out my head and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all aboard and stuff like that, and it's it's really <laughs> Japanese game, but I really kind of mm. want it, and that that's one thing that it. I pretty much wanted to get overall. But yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> so speaking of super Jap, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm pretty much done. So what? Why didn't you go ahead there? But speaking of super Japanese things, I got. Let me know if you. I'll I'll, I'll make the noise and see if you know what I got. Ooh. Oh. Um. No, better. So, did you know you can just buy Gachapon machines? <laughs> oh, you got the, the the mini Bandai Gachapon machine thing. I got. I got the Bandai Gachapon Mini Plus. So this oh, is the yeah. one half size one. Which, it's bigger than I expected and also smaller than I expected. Because, like, I saw it, I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be big. Then I got it. I'm like, oh, that's actually a little bit bigger than I expected, but also small. It's actually a perfect size. But I bought one of these because I'm going to find a way to use it on stream. It came with 12 capsules, four little coins, and I found some, like, Japanese coins I had. So, like, they'll actually... So I have more things I can use. Like, I have some, like, Ichian... Or, um, Yakuen and stuff like that. But I bought this to use on the channel, but I also, because I just really wanted the Gashapon machine, someone posted it. Like, I'm getting one. I'm like, you could just buy those? Like, it just, it was one of those stupid, like, I have extra money that I don't need to spend, but I'm going to buy this. It was 90 bucks shipped from Japan, got here, like, within a week. Which, still, like, the shipping alone, I was just like, how is this not 20 bucks? Because they shipped it via, like, DHL or something. That's not cheap. So this must only cost, like, 70 bucks over there, and they just factored in the price. Yeah, that but, sounds about right, because they probably DHL'd it, so it's going by weight. So it's not mm-hmm. too heavy, I think. It's like pure plastic, right? Yeah, and I mean, they just they just wrapped the box in clear plastic um, uh, clear plastic um, bubble wrap, so like, you could see what was inside, so they didn't really have to like open it for a customs check or anything. That might have also helped. But yeah, I got this, so what I'm going to do, it came with 12 capsules. I've asked my community to come up with things like pick a game you want me to play or something weird like you know do full-on goth makeup one day you know things that i can like won't take up too much time that would be fun that are like you know lighthearted, fun type of things and we're gonna see how that goes if it doesn't go well then i'm just gonna put like the names of different things i want in these capsules and play it and you know like you know forget things i want to play so we know the next game i thought about getting another one so i could have two going at one time but i need to not do that even though you can stack them it says you can stack one like one on top of another yeah, you can, you can, because GameStop has them stacked like that. Mm-hmm. It's actually because they're shipping distributors. I th- I believe it's Bluefin, so like it's they have all the Bandai stuff with them. However, I'm not too sure mm-hmm. if they have the the ones in the GameStops in America, but the GameStops in Hawaii have them, and they just stack mm-hmm. them up, and it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't been inside a GameStop since I uh, returned Metroid uh, Dread and had uh, and went all Karen. Oh, this was before that. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was in like 2019 or so, 2018. But they had them for a couple years now, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen them here, but I also haven't actively looked for them. But they probably would have stood out if they were there. Yeah, they they would have. They would have. So. Yeah, one in 
I want another one, but I'm like, this can this hobby cannot go further than just one, maybe two machines. It cannot. I cannot become like, look at all these different gotcha pawn I bought because I will buy a full size one because I'm stupid. <laughs> you should. I mean, I think they have those reviewers that go in depth about actual machines. You can just line them all up like in a. See, I would love up. to set up a gaming room that it that goes like the full like weird like even have those in it Mm-mm-mm. type of thing. Like, I would love to do something like that, but I want to be a permanent permanent place first. I see. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm hoping people come up with some cool ideas to put in there. I'm hoping it's nothing like. I'm hoping it's never anything too bad, but like it'll be nice. I need to find incentives. I thought about making it like if we hit so many subs throughout the month, or you know, after you know by this week, or like hit a goal, hmm. something to incentivize doing it as an extra thing, and then like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. pop out a capsule. Maybe that could be like a Friday thing. Like, hey, let's do hmm. the Friday capsule and see how <laughs> that goes. So I'm going to see how this goes. If we're not getting a lot of ideas, I'll just come up with stuff on my own. But mm. what's supposed to do is, like, there's a form or people could post in Discord and Rancor is compiling all of it. And then when he gets a list together, he's going to get 12 of them and it's going to be sent in a file to my girlfriend and she's going to fill the machine for me. So I won't know what I'm getting into type of situation. Someone suggested, like, why don't you just put, like, different symbols or figures inside of there and then see what that lines up with from the list. I'm like, no. No, that's that's simple and makes because like also too like I don't want to open it and be like oh it's a star can someone go look at the star list for me like this way too like it's a good it's a good idea I'm like oh that makes sense like maybe if I'm like not sure what to play like game wise maybe I could use genre tags and go off that like you know if it's if this like fizzles out and I like come up with a different idea that would be a good idea to do it that way I can be like okay go find one of the things that has an orange sticker on it and the orange sticker games what we play or something uh, but. Yeah, this way, um, I figured this could be a fun way to do that, and also I just want to make my girlfriend do this. <laughs> but, yeah, it's gonna, we're trying the best possible for me to not know what I'm getting, to give the the pure gotchapon experience, which is, you don't know what you're getting, you might know inside of there is roughly one of these things or something it's themed after, but we know when, you don't know what you're getting, unless you're, like, getting the last one. So, I want the pure experience as much as possible. And I think I can get some more capsules for it. It fits. Tw- it has twelve, but I think it could fit like maybe five more. But it just came with twelve. Like there's still a bunch of empty space, but like I don't know how much space needs to be in there to still move the um, the crank at the bottom. Yeah. So I'm gonna see if I have any more things that are around the same size and th- put them in there and see if they like still roughly fit. I think if I got a slightly smaller capsules, I could fit more. But also, like, in the process, when I was trying to figure out, I'm like, well, how big is this? Because I had already ordered it. It was in the mail. So I finally looked up a YouTube video after the fact. I'm like, how big is this going to be? And then I didn't realize how big of a hobby this alone is. Some people are like, yeah, this is this. They made this one before. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so deeper. I, I'm not surprised. I'm like, this is much deeper than I expected. No, oh, yeah, it's it's so much deeper. And uh, you might want to shut that door immediately. Yeah, I, that's why I immediately closed the doorway when I saw how big it was. I'm like, I cannot get into this. <laughs> What's great about this, though, is, like, this is one of my favorite, like, ASMR sounds, is that clicking that... So now I just have my own in-home ASMR machine. Because, like, sometimes, <laughs> like, I just... I spent a lot of money on those machines in Japan, mostly because yeah. I like the experience. Not because mm-hmm. I really gave a shit about what was inside. I just like the thing. It's it's fun. It's fun. It is. It's dumb fun. It's just like... Yeah, I know it's just like you put in money, get out, tri- like, cheap toy that probably costs, you know, far less than what you put in. I'm like... But it's the experience of getting it that's fun for me. Like, I have so many of those, like, little Gashapon, like, um... I don't know if I still have them. I'll have to look. I had all those Yoger... Well, this Yoger mecha and some yeah. of the, um... What were they? The Q-Ranger ones? 
I had those at some point. I don't know where they are now if I even still have them, but like I had all those and they like fit in. They were cheap, but like it was like, oh cool, this is a neat little thing to just have. I wonder if I still have them. I need to look around. I don't know where all my stuff is. I need to dig through the rest of my closet. Like I've been going through everything. Almost all the games are off my shelf and stuff. It's yeah, that's another reason I haven't moved the box out because I don't see how empty my room is. <laughs> Did I tell you about the $20 uh, Coca-Cola I bought? What? You have those uh, special edition, like, Cokes the Pixel? Or oh, the so, Pixel. Yeah, so I bought Coke Pixel, mm. um, which I didn't know at the time how much it came with but i saw it it was like 14.99 limited edition came with a special box everything order from them and it was going to get there by like the friday that week I'm like you know what that's cool let's get it it was like 20 bucks with shipping i'm like you know whatever and i go through and buy it because someone had posted my server then they're like mike okay order it they're like yeah 20 bucks seems like a lot for two cans i'm like a lot for how much i didn't look to see how much it got i didn't even look at all i assumed it was like at least four cans or like you know maybe one of those mini ones that they have for starlight no it's two 12 ounce cans of Coke Zero Pixel, which tastes like Wildberry, which Ooh. to me sounds actually pretty delicious. Is that that gamer looking ones? Like I have the other one that I wasn't going to drink the other one because someone's like, mm. just save the other one. I'm like, I'm not after I drink the first one. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to drink the other one. Yeah. If you want it when you come and visit, I don't know if you can take it back with you, but you can have it because like so, like someone's like, save it and sell it later. I'm like, yeah, I could sell my half drink coke pixel thing later but like i just i just kind of wanted it yeah 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 but also i get to write that off my taxes next year because that was content yay right off yeah so like i i so like since it was the second one i i've been trying to not drink a lot of soda but like i've been getting i bought like the coke um uh starlight i actually really like that one i have two too many cases left everyone was telling someone told me like it tastes like um uh, graham crackers I'm like no it doesn't it tastes like like fruit with like maybe a hint of a mint at the end as an aftertaste like it doesn't taste minty it's just that like it's supposed to give that like cold feel of like space at the end of it but like i like that one and then they're like this was the other one i'm like you know what i i like these enough that if they keep making them i'll try them because it's like it's not me buying a big you know 12 pack of soda and I can just try something new because that's what I liked about um, getting soda in Japan was that like Pepsi or Coke, mostly Pepsi. They always had something new. There was like when I got there, they had lemon mint Pepsi, which was actually pretty decent. They had Pepsi ghost, which was kind of like a Dr. Pepper ish prune flavored one. Sakura Pepsi. They had um, Pepsi white. They had a Christmas Pepsi. They had two different ones. The first one I missed the second one tasted like, um, Japanese Christmas cake, which is like a vanilla white cake with the with um strawberries. Somehow this Pepsi, it tasted like sweet cake with the first gulp, and then the aftertaste was strawberries. I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? How did they do that? But it was a really good one. So like, I'd get stuff like that periodically. I get you know one or two here, and it was just nice to get little things. That soccer, did I say soccer Pepsi, which tasted like um pink and white jelly beans together. Starlight almost tastes like Sakura Pepsi. Almost. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's been fun. I like I like gimmicky bullshit, so... I mean, I bought a gas pun machine. Well, should we move on to... to 
I was trying to think of what we can like because like we we haven't really neither of us have done jack shit really it sounds like yeah we uh, did you want to talk about yeah the Sony thing yeah we can do that let me see let me pull it up the PlayStation announced their lineup of the stuff with like their version of Game Pass PlayStation Plus extra. essentials extra That's premium <laughs> like I think yeah whatever so mainly we've talked about this because me as someone who is really into game preservation older generation stuff like the xbox that's why i bought a series x even though i really want a ps5 and i'm still trying to find a way to get one this year but uh that's why i bought that because i could use my original xbox my xbox 360 my xbox one and my series x games on one system within reason because not everything works but still there's at least some sort of backwards compatibility there and Sony doesn't have that, at least not natively. So this is what their was their answer to Game Pass and backwards compatibility in the form of digital only. Um, this is their first wave list. And keeping in mind that Game Pass was not amazing at launch, um, this is on par with Game Pass launches. Yeah, I will say I'm incredibly disappointed as someone who is looking forward to their retro stuff, especially it being a higher priced tier. I believe. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it's always how it's mm. gonna been, and I'm this this launch. I'm not gonna defend it for per se, but this is on par with the original Game Pass. Mm. So, um, I do think looking at just all the things in general, just a blanket thing. I think anyone who has missed a generation, which you brought up before, when we were talking before this. Anyone who missed a generation, like the PS4, mm-hmm. is new to PS5, or just ha- is like getting into that Sony ecosystem for the first time, this is great. Yeah. This is very good. It is. However, most of the games available on PS4, or a significant portion of them, or just looking at them, have things that they have given away on PlayStation Plus, or other giveaway things, or have been very cheap in the past two or three years. So if you are have already been getting PlayStation Plus you will probably be disappointed that most of these you have already gotten for free anyway and yeah. have an own air quotes as long as you have PlayStation Plus. Yeah, a majority of these games have been available previously in PlayStation Plus and even PlayStation Classic at certain points here. So it's kind of... Mm-hmm. I, I have no real reason why to talk about this or to bring up the list of this because you know like i said it's it's going to be good overall but as an initial Mm -hmm. list it's kind of a weak showing to be honest so all all the all those ps2 ones that were i have a lot to say about that part there yeah but yeah continue yeah i mean you got games like dark cloud you got Mm -hmm. you got all the jack games one two three and x for some strange reason so i mean you get you win some you lose some on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that that's the strangest thing when the hell do you have jack x on there <laughs> some of these games are kind of outliers as well kind of like tekken 2 for some strange reason i mean three is the much better game and yeah, so isn't three the big one because like i even own tekken 3 yeah, that that's the thing. You know, two was all right, but three was where it brought the the series up to prevalency. So, there are some weird choices on the mm. initial list here that 
I am quite frankly just like mind boggled. Are these the PS3 streaming? So, fun fact on that, I don't know if it's if it includes Japan or not, but as far as it is, PlayStation 3 streaming might be only Japan and North America. Yeah. Whereas it's the people who are paying for those extra tiers are not getting the streaming stuff at all, like in Australia and I think some parts of Europe. They, like, I had some people in my, my community, they're like, we don't get streaming for, like, that part of it. Yeah, so, but in case of that, they're going to be doing a much right. okay. uh, smaller price point, though. So, I mean, it's a little bit cheaper than what we would have gotten, but, you know, it's... The, and they made that kind of upfront because, you know, PlayStation Now isn't relevant all across the world <laughs> unfortunately so i will say i'm really surprised to see i am and i'm not like a lot of the playstation studio stuff is on there so like not yeah. only death Stranding, but you're also getting the director's cut you're getting demon mm-hmm. souls you're getting ghost mm-hmm. of tsushima yeah. um director's cut yeah both demon souls are on there the yeah. other one you have to stream it's weird that they're doing the ps3 one because uh, there's no online Unless they're mm. going to bring that back, so uh, you get the you get um, Spider Man. You don't get the remastered Spider Man. You only get the PS4 one, and yeah. you get Miles Morales, which is kind of nice. Um, most of what was most of the one I'm looking in here though is stuff that's been available on PlayStation Plus for a long time. There's yeah. only like those few newer ones, like Dead Dark or Demon Souls and stuff that weren't. So, like, it's nice to see those, but it's mostly being padded out by stuff they've already given away for free, so it's, like, okay. Like, Days Gone is at the top of the list. Like, we've already... That and Bloodborne have already been given away in the PlayStation 5 Instant Game Collection. Um, Then looking at... They also have stuff from third-party partners. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I think is the most recent one. Um, Control Ultimate Edition. How many times have I gotten that for free? Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition. How many times have I gotten that? Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Really limp into that the bar on that one. Resident Evil One Remastered. Like you kidding me, Capcom? Like really that one? Whatever. South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Like it's not a terrible list, but it's like it's such an odd assortment. It's literally it's. One of the things that I found really weird about is there's actually a lot of WB games on here. That I mean, you got the Mortal Kombat game, you got Arkham, Arkham Knight, I believe. So it's mm. it's so weird to see th- that many yeah. games on here from third parties from from that and I I believe that that Activision thing. Yeah, so there's so many interesting games that they're focusing Ubisoft on. Ubisoft and um, and WB really stick out the most here. Like, the, like having the most um, things. Like, even Square Enix only has two. Capcom has one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the third party one. Those are all PS4, PS5. But then, more like, my big issue is... So there's a cool thing to this. Let me, let me start with something positive. Hmm. Whenever they add any PSP or PS1 games, at least these, I don't I have to, don't know about the other ones, that they speci- specifically say for select original PS1, PSP classic games, um, like which ones they get, if you already bought these on previous generations, you do not have to sign up to PlayStation Plus to play these. Yeah. So, say I go and I buy the download for Ape Escape now... I can just go and download Ape Escape on my PS4 and play it with a new emulator and the new features and stuff, which is really cool that they're doing that. Good job. 
good job for doing kind of the bare minimum, but good job. <laughs> you are now maybe not as good as Microsoft, but better than Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, that's for darn sure. I will I'm I am very disappointed that like as far as PS1 games and PSP, there's one PSP game and nine PS1 games. Two of the PS1 games are worms. Come like really? You're putting two of the same game franchise together? It's worms, come on. But you got worms, Armageddon, Worms Party, Tekken 2, Mr. Driller, Super Stardust Portable, which is the only PSP game, Siphon Filter 1, Jumping Flash, Intelligent Cube, Hot Shops Golf, and Ape Escape, and like Ken said, uh, most of these were already available, or like something like that, or like maybe even, I don't remember which Tekken was, but like they were already available on the PlayStation Classic, so like it was probably easy for them to get these rights again. Yeah, and they also have some weird really... games, such as, you know, like Hot Shots Tennis for some strange-ass reasons as Hot well. Hot Shots Golf? No, 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 tennis, tennis. Oh, that's in the other one. Oh, yeah. So then they have the classic gaming catalog remasters. This is my biggest issue. All of these are always available for, like, they're always on sale for, like, five bucks each on PSN. So, like, there are no new, there are no new PS2 games available. And none of the, and all the PS2 games are things that they have already been, like, remastered to PS4. So, like, they are not just going to be getting PS2 emulation on this, which, again, PS2 is kind of a wonky one to emulate, but they've done it before. It's just the fact that this list is, like, like it's a it's a good list. Ape Escape 2, your mileage may vary. Um, same thing with Ark the Lad. Some people's mileage may vary, but Dark Cloud 1 and 2 are on there. That's cool. Fantavision, I don't know what that is. Hot Shots, Shots Tennis, that's weird. The whole Jack series, which, again, those have been available forever. Rogue Galaxy is a good one. If you haven't played Rogue Galaxy and you're in RPGs and you're going to get this service, try that game out. That's a good one. Sirens on there. Sirens sucks, but whatever. It's free. And Wild Arms 3, another RPG. But, like, those are cool. But then I do think it's interesting that, like, they have this remasters area, which includes not just PS2 games, but also games from previous generations like Bioshock Remastered, Handsome Jack Collection, Bulletstorm, Kingdom of Amalur, and Harry Potter. Um, Lego Harry Potter, which is a very odd thing that these are in here like there's no just ps2 section it's it's i'm i'm disappointed that there is nothing new once again nothing new for us in here so yeah one of the weird things i saw that is on here is tokyo jungle of all games and that i couldn't even fathom that that game is there uh with well, this it's a japan studio game so i'm not surprised it's on there because mm. that's literally like free like free they don't have to go and relicense it yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the the whole Ratchet and Clank Future trilogy is on there. Mm. Wait, no, Ratchet and Clank Future is not. Never mind. Oh, Everything but the them? first one, Ooh. which is weird. That is kind of weird. Well, what? <laughs> yeah, the sequels, but not the first one. Maybe the first one will be included in later introduction. Resistance Three is on there. Resistance Three is a very good first-person shooter campaign. Motorstorm Ooh. Apocalypse. I wish that's. I wish that would like be affordable and easy to find. I really wish Resistance 2 was on there. Personally, I preferred that one better, though. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. <laughs> I'll argue the campaign for um, Resistance 2 is terrible. <sighs> Resistance 3 has, like, an actual, like, single-player-oriented, like, cohesive narrative. Mm-mm-mm. I also do like the fact uh, that you get Nathan to Hale. play... Uh, you get to play as the guy that kills yeah, him. Yeah, it's not Nathan Hale. It's... Spoilers. <laughs> Oh yeah, spoilers um, for Resistance too. Hold on, Nathan. Hail. I have to go off that. 
Uh, make sure the resistance one and not the real one. Resistance. <laughs> yeah, I had to look at them like, wait, there's a real one? Um, yeah. Who killed this dude? <laughs> Capelli. Oh, yeah, Capelli. Yeah, he plays go. Capelli. The Resistance 3 is weird because it goes through, like, all... It tries to go through different areas of the United States. You don't typically see, like, St. Louis. So when you walk through... It goes through St. Louis. It shows a dilapidated arch. But the arch was built in the 60s. And Resistance 2, were, like, like a history divert... Like, you know, split off at World War II. So they wouldn't have built it and it got destroyed. So it... But there would have been no other way for you to know it's Missouri. <laughs> That's the funny part. There is one... Uh, there Actually, there's two... Um, uh, streaming ones that I was very surprised to see Osura's Wrath and Enslaved Odyssey to the West yeah it's understandable for Azura's Wrath because that game is hella popular I'm more surprised by Enslaved as well yeah well it's like it's one of those it's very niche some people remember it but like that game's gotten really expensive now too Ooh, um, but yeah. all, a lot of these are all like I'm pretty sure all these um all these ones that are third-party partner ones. It mm. does make Cry HD collections super weird because they re-released that on PS4. They did? So why would you want to play? Because the PS3 version's inferior. Whatever. Um, mm. Fear on there is weird. That's also another weird one. Red, Red Dead Redemption Undead, Undead Nightmare is nice to have on there. Uh, Lords mm. of Shadow 2? Yeah, there's a lot of the second one and not the first one in the series, which is very odd. Introductions. But anyway, it is cool to have these. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that's on par with is already backwards compatible on Xbox Series X. Mm. So I think that influenced it a lot. So it's mm-hmm. not a terrible lineup initially, but you'll get more mileage out of it if you didn't have a PS4. Yeah, that's for darn sure. I will say, if you get a PS5, you get the year of this, you will have a lot of brand new games. Like you'll like what will keep you busy. You'll have just even like just going off the ps5 ones death stranding director's cut demon souls ghost of Tsushima director's cut and horizon zero dawn and the, like the ones of those that are not ps5 games do have ps5 upgrades or you know boost you're already getting four games right there that will keep you busy in addition to other good games to play in there like you'll have the entire like not the entire but you'll have pretty much most of the big sony exclusive games right off the bat to play so, like, if you are new to it, like, this would be perfect for Timber. For me, not so much, because some of these I haven't played. I would probably get this so I wouldn't have to buy some of these, but, like, a lot of my friends already bought them, so I don't have to pay for them ever. But, like, this is very good if you're, like, I don't have, I have money for a system and, like, one or two games. If That way you could just get this and just have some games to play. Like, that's how I got my Series X. I got Game Pass and my Series X, and I, I bought games, but I haven't bought... If there's anything I missed between the Xbox One coming out and the Series X coming out, I've just been able to play that off Game Pass for the most part. Like, that was, like, exclusive. But then I bought, like, two games on my own that were new games. And, you know, like I said, this is just the initial list, and I kind of can't wait to see the full list, to be honest. And, like, I don't know if we'll ever see a full list. I feel like a lot of these are going to be on a rotation like Game Pass is. Because, like, there's no way... Um, there's no way, like, like some of these will stay on there forever, because, like, if they're not, yeah, I feel like those will rotate out, it's gonna be like, which I think people didn't understand about Game Pass, they were never gonna be permanent, they were supposed to be like, you can play this here, or, that's why it gives you a discount to buy it, while you're subscribed, that's what it's for, it's kind of like, like, I use Game Pass as a rental service, if I like it, I'll usually buy it physically when it's on sale, 
but that's what that is, and that's what this is probably going to be. Um, interesting, like just interesting side thing. I want to go look up what the PlayStation one or what the PlayStation Japan one is. Um, they are getting absolutely shafted on classics, but I think they are getting more PS4 and PS5 games because there's like exclusive ones over there in addition to the multi, like the full region one. Like they're getting, um, I thought I saw one. I don't know if we got little big plan on that list or not, but they have, I think one or two that are like Japan only games. So they got that. They got PS4, PS. I think it's mostly the same. Maybe a couple more PS1 and PSP together. They're getting seven games. They're getting um, Sadugetcha, Sadugetchu, so Ape Escape, um, Mina No Golf, IQ Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Super Strike Portable, which is Super Stardust Portable, um, Mr. Driller. There's one I can't read. What is this? Here, I'll post. I'll post this here. Is this Kengaku? Two? No, that's not it. It looked a lot small, a lot different on when I was looking at it. What is that? No, that should be Tekken Two. Let's see if it's the same thing. Oh, that is Tekken. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that's Tetsu, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're getting Tekken Two, but that's all they're getting. They're we get we're getting four more or three more. I mean, two of them are worms, so it's not that great. Good old American but, worms. But this is their remaster list for PS1 games. God. Jack and Daxter. Jack 3. Jack 2. Jack X. For, for those. For the PS2 games. That's it. <laughs> then for um, remasters for other companies... They got mm. Bioshock remastered, mm-hmm. um, Borderlands, Handsome Jack, Bulletstorm, Kings of Lamalur. That's it. They have eight remastered ones. Jesus, eight? Man, they did they get shafted on those those remakes? Like looking at it, there's definitely like I'd like to see other Japan Studio PS1 games. I'm assuming this is mm. building up, but I would like to see the RPGs. I'd like to see Legend of Dragoon. I know we'll probably never see Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine. Um, saga, like any of the ones that they have remastered that were on there that have remasters yeah. now, we're probably not going to see them. I'd be very, very shocked and surprised. I know they're different experiences in a way, but like I don't think we will because you can buy them and they're always on sale anyway. Mm. Um, I would like to see Legend of Dragoon. Legaya would be nice. Um, Lunar, Silver Star, Lunar, things that like that. Like were anything that was like on sale on there. A lot of the PSP games, I'd like to see. For the people who want them, I'd like to see all the PSP releases of the Persona games. Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually really surprised that none of the Persona games are on here. In fact, a lot of the Sega games aren't he- on here as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at least with the classic, you got Persona One, but here is nothing. Yeah, I'm wondering if Microsoft cornered that market. Ooh, <laughs> that that's actually an interesting take. I mean, I guess that would make sense because of the fact that they did take off uh, Persona 5 from the initial PlayStation, what was it, the collections list or whatever. Mm. And I I wonder if this is the reason why they did it. Yeah, that is interesting. There are no Sega games on this list. I think it could be, I forgot, I was just thinking about this, I looked up like Microsoft and Sega. They have a partnership right now. Oh, really? 
They're in like they let's see. They're not making I think all exclusive things for the system, mm. but I think you know how like Nintendo cornered them for like all the Sega ga- Sonic games to be like only on yeah um, the Wii U and stuff like that for a bit. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is I think they are developing primarily Xbox like the like lead platforms are going to be Xbox games. Oh yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense because of the Yakuza Seven stuff. Mm-hmm. That was mostly titled for Xbox. Yeah. I wonder if this is why, because Microsoft had a lot of those, and they're very willing to throw money behind stuff right now, mm. and they also don't really care if it's, pri- like, you know, permanently um, exclusive to them, for the most part. Yeah. Like, I mean, they put their shit on other stuff all the time, or, like, at least on Nintendo. Yeah, so yeah, I'm See, now, kind of imagine this, when we have the, mm. uh, the new Yakuza game, whatever, you know, the sequel to 7 is gonna be for, like, a dragon... Imagine that being mainlined on the Xbox. I mean, remember, they they paid to have exclusive, like, what was, like, three to six months ahead of time, um, next-gen Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, yeah. I so, like, I could see that. them doing that, and, like, honestly, if there's one company that would probably, under like, that's that's willing to throw money behind them to get some of the older stuff back, because Microsoft's really big into game preservation now, for some reason. Mm-mm-mm. Um, and, like, they had... Uh, Jet Set Radio Future over there. They had Crazy Taxis, like you know, Crazy Taxi Three. Whether or not you liked it, and they also had Fantasy Star to an extent. Mm. I could see them getting, or you know, trying to get more stuff because like they'll they'll fund those things, and if they can't get Persona, they can probably get the other things. And like, so, Sega, Sonic's always been like, I know he's a very Japanese character, but he's always been kind of like the anti-Nintendo, like, American mascot face. The, the most identifiable, like, mascot for the West outside of Mario, like, that isn't too Japanese. So, like, it wouldn't surprise me if an American company wanted to go forward with, like, Sega, because they already have a big rapport here. Mm-mm-mm. So, that'll be interesting to take a look at that. I didn't, I didn't even notice looking through there, none of these are Sega. That's really interesting to point out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, um... Yeah, that's really it news-wise. Not a lot of the other stuff that's come around. But yeah, that that. Oh, um, um, Starfield or whatever getting delayed. I believe that should be it. Oh, Starfield. Yeah, some people are like, oh my god, I'm surprised, Mike. You're surprised. <laughs> you should not be surprised if nothing that's going on from beginning of pandemic to now be surprised if it gets delayed. It's just assumed at this point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, because of Starfield being pushed into next year, I wonder if that means Sony is going to kind of push God of War to come out this winter now because of that. That or if they can get out a month earlier, they'll be safe, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but who knows. The thing is, I'm so afraid that they're going to introduce Crunch now into this game just to kind of make it, you know, the holiday is ours for Sony to take. I'm kind of really afraid that Sony Santa Monica is going to enforce that. I I really hope they don't, but I'm pretty scared about it because of the fact that the field is so open now. I mean, aside from God of War right now, what is else is there to announce? I mean, right now we have that whole Jeff Keighley thing, and we're technically we are in E3 mode right now. So, I mean, I guess we could find out what's going to be released. But as of right now, it's only God of War that I can really think of. 
Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's not E3 yet. It's not until next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's almost It there. would have been now if they do anything. So, mm. hopefully it won't have another fucking Bandai Namco thing. <laughs> I'm still mad. Just watching one thing. And just only no. one game. I, won't be, I don't even know if I'll be able to do that this year. So Oh, the watch thing? Probably won't. Uh. Do you want to get to questions? Yeah, let's, let's. Alright, let me go into those. It's quiet week. I'm me, and you know how I am, so <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm not that interesting. I'm not that interesting today. But, I mean, also, I kind of like the episodes where it's just us, because I get to finish them so much faster than anything. Also, you can see what I'm going about Timber, because he doesn't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, I just fell asleep editing mm. last week's episode, and I just could not focus. Someone's like, oh, my God, I never expected to hear something about Xenoclast on your, on your podcast. I'm like, neither did we. Neither did we. I mean, it was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're talking about these kind of games. But... Alright, here's our questions. First, we have some from my, my server. We actually have a decent amount today. Um, first one was from Tofu. How do you feel about the amount of double-dipping into games already available through previous services and PS Plus? Kind of talked about it. Yeah. For me, it sucks. It sucks if you've already been subscribed. It is great if you're a new console owner and, and like you know new to the ecosystem or skipped a generation. It is great if you are getting a PlayStation for the first time. You are getting everything that you really need to try that's exclusive, um, plus a little bit more. So, like, it's good... It's better for people who are new than it is yeah. for people who are existing. Yeah. Which that's I think that's holding is trying to get people who don't have PlayStation Plus to get it, not people who have already had it to upgrade. Mm. Um... Follow up. Is it a bad from Baku? Is it bad move of Sony to do PlayStation Plus tiers? No, I don't think so. I want to say yes. Oh. And no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's just I I I understand to the point the reason why they have these tiers, but I personally don't think mm-hmm. of it as such a very confusing thing. I mean, if you want the thing, you just buy the extra tier or mm. not it there's nothing really nothing too confusing i think yet for me i mean it's similar like so playstation plus basic and xbox gold basic are like comparable but i think gold's a little bit cheaper and it does have games with gold and you do have playstation plus games i think gold yeah. is being phased out and plus is being redesigned um then microsoft has for tiers it has console pc that are separate i think consoles 10 bucks pc might be five bucks and then for thirteen a month, I th- is it thirteen or twenty five a month? I think it's or, or fifteen or twenty five. I think it's fifteen a month or something like that. You get all of that plus gold. And mm-hmm. any form of Game Pass, I think, has gold with it already. Mm-hmm. So like, Microsoft has tiers, but like, it can be as cheap or as expensive as you want. I have Ultimate because I have PC as well. I don't really need it. But like, Sony not really. They're finally getting the PC space, but it's not going to be as mm. great. Mm. But it's not going to be like the PC ports they already have natively. The Microsoft ones, they're already native PC games, and sometimes they're different entirely. Or you could stream stuff. Yeah. So, like, they both have tiers. I think the way Sony did tiers is confusing by putting which games are available where. It should have just been simpler, like, just two tiers. Basic, and then everything. I don't think they should have done, here's if you want PlayStation 4 and 5, here's if you want Classic, and here's if you want streaming. I don't think they should have done that at all. 
Mm. Yeah, and I kind of see it from that point as well. I am surprised that PS4 and 5 stuff is on the cheaper rung than the classic stuff, because classic stuff, theoretically, mm. with it being smaller, should be cheaper. As it stands right now, to go up to the classic one, you're not really getting your money's worth at the moment. Hmm. But, I mean, yeah. so it's it's good and bad. I wish they would have just made it all or nothing, like Microsoft has all or nothing. Like, if PC, you don't, if you have only an Xbox, you never have to deal with Ultimate or PC. I think Ultimate gives you gold with the two, actually. You take that back. There's gold, there's Game Pass, and there's Ultimate, which combines them, and you get everything. But, like, you can, if you don't want to play it online, if you just want games, you can pay, to like, 10 bucks a month and just have access to games. Or you can pay 15 a month, have access to games on your Xbox, your PC, cross-save, cross-play, and gold. So, like, it's just more... It, that one makes more sense, because they can just be like, buy Game Pass Ultimate, and everyone's going to buy Game Pass Ultimate. Hmm. Um, question from Miles. What game or movie series do you think... Or what game or movie series would you like to see revived and given another chance? Exclamation point. Uh, movies? Um, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't know anything for movies. As far as movies, I would like to see Teen Witch come back, just just because <laughs> I want to see a complete shot-for-shot shot remake of, uh, beat, or Top That. If you haven't yeah. heard of Top That, look on YouTube, uh, Teen Witch, Top That. Uh, it's a great, very, very, um, white person suburban, uh, dance-off with singing, mm. and it's mm. awful but watch it. But I want that to come back. See, I wouldn't know for movies, but uh, I mean, for games, I I guess, Zone of the Enders, I'm not too sure. I would love to kind of see that come back, though. That series never sold, though. Yeah, that's the reason why. I would love to see a reboot. If, if possible, if I could get that, that'd be really cool. Without Kojima? Ooh, yeah, about that. <laughs> I think it would need Kojima. That's- I had this argument with someone about Metal Gear. Like, I really wish to make another one. Like, without Kojima, the person who is Metal Gear. Like, I know other people worked on it, but like the the guy behind it. You was you just want other people to take the reins on that? <laughs> it's never been good. I mean, if not that, then I don't know. Maybe the Ape Escape series. I think that would be really good. That would be cool too, because like I'd like for them to like three has never been re released, and that was the mm. last one I think. Yeah, and that had like a lot of Metal Gear stuff in it. I think they could do something fun with it, especially if, with Astrobot being how it is. Why not bring back mm. Ape Escape? I think that would be a really good like family friendly game to have back. That would be fun with like you know the newer cartoonish graphics. They could do a lot more with it. It could be very colorful and bigger worlds. Yeah, they could. They could. It'd be very interesting to see a a modernized mm. version of that. And hell, you could also do it with Astrobots as well. Let's see, game. Game-wise, for me, like, when to bring back, um, bring back Wild Arms. I don't know. Bring back Wild Arms. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't have a whole, we don't have any, like, JRPG set in the Wild West. We don't have any of those. Mm. Um, we don't, we just, we need more variety in JRPGs, and we need stuff that isn't just made by the Super Weeby, Nihon, um, new Super Weeby, uh, Atelier series, or, um, Persona. Like, I just want, I want something to be... Even if it's super Japanese, yeah, I'd rather just be something different. I'm tired of real life. I'm tired of school. I'm tired of cutesy stuff. Like bring, bring, bring Wild West. That'd be cool. I know it's it's not as popular anymore, but give me Root and Toot and Cowboy Shooting the JRPG. That's all I want. Yes. Um, Borb asks, what game do you think would make a good movie adaptation? Oh, uh, I'm actually not too sure about mm-hmm. that. I guess, I guess also like TV show. 
you know, like, or any limited series. Mm. Life is Strange? That would make a good CW show, I think. That would make a perfect CW show. Yeah, see, told you. I, I think Life is Strange would make a great, like, limited series TV show, so maybe. I, I get to see all the teenage angst between all the characters. I don't know why this pops in my head, but I think Catherine would make either a good movie or a good short anime Ooh, series. Yeah, that kind of would. I'm surprised, you know, with all the random stuff that they get from Persona, I'm surprised that Catherine didn't get an animated series as well. I think it would have done great, and especially with the alternate endings. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm actually quite surprised about that. Because it's just like one, like, just think of it. I think it's because I, ha- yeah, I have the collector's edition box out because I was packing it. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's one, like, there's that would be like a good narrative, like, because it's very... It all takes place in more or less one place. Like yeah. it's always like in the bar or the apartment, and like you know, there's some weird worlds I could do, but you could do some really fucked up horror stuff with it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there we go on that. Um, the Bari had followed up that anything they cast Chris Pratt as the main character, and now, oh man, Tofu asked, "What movie do you think would be a good game adaptation?" Mm, uh, I. I, I actually I wouldn't know what what was that series you know with the that had Harrison Ford and it was like the cyberpunk thing I'm, I'm grasping at the name here Blade Runner oh yeah Blade Runner that there would is be great. a Blade Runner game what <laughs> there is it's an old like it's an old DOS game uh, yeah that that would explain it maybe, maybe the new one the new well, one I mean, <laughs> yeah cyberpunk but not bad. Yes, yeah, cyberpunk, but not bad. I think that would be the main takeaway from that. <laughs> Good movie adaptation of a of a game. Hmm. I'm like looking around to see what I have on hand. <laughs> Maybe a Harry Potter game. <laughs> I mean, we're getting that Hogwarts game soon, so who knows. find something movie i'm thinking movie specifically what's something i played that like a movie i think see like some of them like the ones i like they're already like influenced by movies so it's weird to see them mm-hmm. go back the other way but like i think clock tower could make an interesting movie oh, yeah. like to make a nice sl- slasher flick but like it they already tried to make one and it didn't happen so like i feel like that's telling if they can't get something together then mm. if not that then well, I mean, then again, you could just make a horror movie kind of mm. thing and have, like, all the, you know, the really fucked up things from, like, I don't know, from Shudder. <laughs> yes, sorry, Luna. I, I could just hear her kind of going crazy at me just I'm... mentioning bad-mouthing Shudder right now. You should probably watch that newer one that's really fucked up, that one that takes place in Taiwan, where it's Ooh. kind of brutal for the sake of being brutal without really having anything thoughtful to say about it. <laughs> Yeah, like, I can't watch that shit. I can't. No, I can't either. To be honest, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm just gonna say Wild Arms again. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I'm just gonna say Wild Arms again, even though it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Last question. This is specifically for me from Mass. What would mm. you change about Star Ocean's skill point system to make it better based on both games? Now that I played them, mm. uh, just straightforward and explaining to people what it does. I feel like one thing they could do. Maybe they do this in later games. Is when. I don't think hiding which skills uh, or which um, specialties are unlocked by which skills is a great way to go. I would have it from the get go, at least in like me playing two. I can't see what the like a skill has until I unlock it. I know they want you to mess around, but since it's so meticulous, you can like the level caps over a hundred, so you can grind up higher if you want, like max everything out. 
But just the way that everything works, I feel like they could just be more straightforward about it. And the fact that they remade Star Ocean 1 and 2 and then ported them both to PS4 and neither of them have any upgrades or, you know, like improvements to explain what's going on. Because, like, this might have been great in the PS1 era and the later PSP, but, like, for me, who didn't grow up with overly complicated and, like, deeply deeply customizable rpg experiences like i just am confused and overwhelmed sometimes i'm just like i don't know what this character needs things like knowing that the mage is best at alchemy yeah that makes sense but like if everyone can learn alchemy i'm never going to think about oh i should only have the mage do it like i'm not going to think that if everyone can learn everything they should make it that certain characters can't learn certain skills then if they are if it's worthless on them so just making it more straightforward and maybe streamlining it to get rid of the pointless skills for people who don't need them. But yeah, that's about it on that. I have like a spider bite on my my elbow. We have a lot of cardboard in the house right now. If you didn't know, card um, spiders are attracted to cardboard. Now I'm going to get rid of all my cardboard. Excuse yeah, me. So if you have a lot of cardboard boxes and you find spiders there, it's just there's something about I've always been told it attracts them to it. I don't know if it's like the moisture of it or just like whatever, but mm. or because all of them are in dark areas. But like every time we move the cardboard that we have, like all the cardboard boxes I get from Amazon stuff, I break down and put them near the kitchen table mm-hmm. near the door. There's always like a, sp- a dead spider there. Hmm. Yeah, that's all the questions we had. Um, yeah, that's pretty much about the it. Yee. So where can we find you, Kyo? <laughs> well, think um you can find me Monday through Friday on twitch.tv slash Cody Hunter where I play retro games, but lately I've been focusing on JRPGs because that is it's nice to only have a couple games out with a couple systems out while I'm packing everything up. So that's pretty much what we're doing because I just can't function otherwise because everything's already in boxes that are taped for the most part. Mm-hmm. I just I also just can't. I'm just I'm at <laughs> mentally at a part where I can't. Um in addition to that, you can find me on TikTok where I post um random videos and stuff about video retro games and bisexual uh visibility and other yeah. LGBT stuff every once in a while, but definitely go check me out in there. That is where I need the most amount of visibility and um validation in my life. Other than that, you can find me on Twitter at Cody Hunter as well, and you can find my old YouTube content on you know at Cody Hunter. Um, and in addition to that, you can follow at Team Retrosaurus to keep up with my Twitch team and at the Podosaurus, which is this podcast uh, Twitter account, to keep up with all the news. So that we basically just use it for like, re- you know, releases. And yeah, that's about it. By the time you hear this, um, if you hear this Monday or even Sunday night, I'm going to be on Eyes on Beast podcast that, e- or that afternoon. Um, so it'll be on her channel live probably around like. 2 p.m. Central Time. And I'll also be on Streamforge's podcast at a future date. I'm going to be reporting that this week, most likely. So I'll keep everyone updated when that happens. That was longer than usual, but go ahead, Ken. Where can people find you? You can find me on my Japanese music based podcast called Ongaku DU. You can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Ongaku DU. You can follow the website where I talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aibo, Roboco, Hebrobo, and all the wonderful things that my daughter does as well. Which, by the way, she did make me an uh, early Father's Day like drawing of me just being a, a lovely iPad and things like that. So I'm just a face with an iPad body. And... 
I don't know. <laughs> it's it's both adorable and a little sad, but yeah, yeah, it's, I, it's understandable though. I understand why she does that, but it's also really funny. <laughs> My dad's an iPad. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's not going to make things easier, well, but... my mom's a Japanese woman, and my dad's an iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. <laughs> I'm not making things any easier. But, yeah. But, yeah. I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of the lovely Potosaurus here. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Yeah.